Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Campervan Podcast. I want to talk today about campervan motor battery quality. So that is the battery that starts your motor. Because there's so much talk in the RV and campervan world about house batteries and leisure batteries, you know, uh, LifePo 4 and lithium ion and and uh, solar chargers and all that stuff. But almost nobody talks about this, which is uh, which battery should you put in the in the engine compartment to start your battery consistently and without and worry free. Uh, it's nice to know with certainty that you won't be having any battery issues. So I suggest along with all of your inspections and we have an article, you guessed it, that's right. We have an article all about inspecting your camper van and that article is called Camper Van Maintenance for Trouble-Free Van Life Journeys. Uh, over at vansage.com. I will link to it in show notes. Please scroll down and click on that to check it out. Uh, It's great. It talks about uh, all the things, walks you through all the things you should be paying attention to. And one of those things is the condition of your battery. And, you know, the easiest thing to look for there is corrosion. It's easy to to overlook that, by the way, to kind of go, oh, yeah, there's some white stuff on the terminal there, whatever. No, not whatever. Uh, about three, four months ago, after leaving my van sit for a little bit, I came back and and actually I had taken the battery out because it was out long enough. I knew it would be stored long enough that I wanted to not have it sit, sitting there running down. So I took it out, put it back in. The thing would not start. It went uh, when I turned the key over. And I tried a bunch of stuff and barked up this tree and up that tree and finally figured out it was just corrosion. It was just acid that had creeped down one of the cables from the positive terminal down along the cable and reduced the connectivity enough that it just wouldn't wouldn't turn over. And it was a weird thing where I would I would hook the jumpers up from a perfectly strong battery to this one and it would start right up and then I would take the cables off and turn the van off, and then it would do the same thing when I tried to start. So after a lot of monkeying around, I realized, holy smokes, this is the the cable. So I replaced the cable, and the problem went away immediately. That's about uh, all about you know the the condition of your cables and your connections and all that stuff very important stuff but on that list are just having the right battery in the first place so fit is a big one you know if you've purchased a used van or you've had someone else install a battery for you go ahead and double check make sure that you have the right fit uh, there's there are fit guides all over the place i won't i i might link to one in show notes i don't know they're easy enough to come by uh, they're in all of the auto parts stores that's a thick phone book like you know book over by the batteries and you just look up your your make and model and it tells you what the fit should be make sure you have the right fit and the reason for that is that uh, fit correlates to the size of the tray that your battery fits in how the cables connect to the battery which will be uh, uh, related to the length of the cables and that means either top or side mount posts on the battery. So yeah, you want to make sure the fit is correct. And then also that has to do with the straps that hold your battery or the strap or the bar that holds the battery in place. You want to make sure that that is properly mounted and in place. So the the size of the battery, aka fit, is very important. Let's see, the age of the battery. You've realized that your battery's dead. You pop into the local auto parts store or Costco or Walmart or wherever it happens to be. 
And, you know, well, there's a bunch of new, quote-unquote, new batteries on the shelf. Well, guess what? Sometimes those batteries sit around for a long time. So you want to understand how age works, and you want to make sure you get a battery that's less than six months old. Now, three to six months uh, old battery in an, in an auto parts store is not at all uncommon. Don't be concerned about that too much. If you do see a six-month-old battery, then, you know, go up to the counter and ask them, uh, Hey, uh, do you have any new ones? And, or when will you get some new ones in? Or can you check your stores if you're concerned about that? But the thing is, what shortens the life of a battery isn't its shelf time. It's the time it's been in the vehicle working. So don't worry too much about it. Now, as far as knowing what the age of the battery is, the, some batteries, some battery companies use a letter for the month. That would be A for January. And then a number for the year. So one would be 2021. Uh, that's pretty simple, straightforward. Others just use a numeric date. Uh, so it's not difficult to establish it. If you're not sure, just ask the people at the counter uh, to help you figure that out, and I'm sure they will. Let's see, moving on, we've got basically two types of chemistry for uh, for starter batteries. It's not like um, leisure batteries where there's four or five options. You've got lead acid and AGM or absorbed glass mat the advantage of an AGM battery over a regular old lead acid battery is that it allows for more discharge and recharge. Uh, the disadvantage is that they're 40 to 100% more expensive. So why would I purchase an AGM battery? If I had a very large, complicated vehicle, I might, I might go for that with something with a lot of electronics that are kind of running in the background or something with a very large motor that required a lot of cranking, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, buy AGM batteries if you might be in the cold a lot because they uh, one of the advantages of an AGM battery is it, is it can be discharged and recharged more. Uh, therefore, if you're going to be in the cold a lot, if you're a snow sports nut, or if you have a tendency to run your battery down and need a jump for whatever reason, some people are just more likely to leave their lights on or the door open with the lights on or whatever. Of course, you should not be running anything in the house that is in the in the living area of the van off of your engine battery. Don't, don't do that. Get a leisure battery or a series of leisure batteries or a solar charger and a solar system for that because you definitely don't want to be, you know, running not e not even LED lights off of your engine battery. You want to save that engine battery for starting your vehicles. But if you do have a tendency to run down your, your car batteries, and getting an AGM will help a lot with that because you'll it'll be more consistent, more reliable. Um, if you just need a cheap battery to start your car or if you have a, a simple, smaller uh, uh, engine, then get lead acid. Um, another way to look at it is if you're going to sell the vehicle soon and you need to replace the battery, get lead acid. I don't know. That's up to you to decide if, if that's something you want to do to the future owner. When I do that, and I have done that before, put the cheapest battery in because I'm about to sell it, uh, I definitely let them know, look, it's a new battery, but I, but you should know it's also the cheapest one. So it's not going to have a lot of, of life. Uh, anyway, moving on. Next, we'll talk about CCAs or cold cranking amps. Over at autobatteries.com, CCA is a rating used in the battery industry to define a battery's ability to start an engine in cold temperatures. 
The rating refers to the number of amps a 12-volt battery can deliver at 0 degrees Fahrenheit for 30 seconds while maintaining a voltage of at least 7.2 volts. So, who needs higher CCA batteries? Well, again, if you're in the cold a lot, if you have a larger motor, especially an older motor, some of those old Ford and Chevy uh, vans, cargo vans and whatnot, that may may not start on the first couple cylinders, but kind of go, yeah, 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 before they start, you know, they tend to use more battery power. So even if the recommended battery for your van is lower CCA, it's there's no harm in putting a higher CCA battery in your van. Um, so if your van calls for kind of a normal cold cranking amp battery and and you spend a lot of time in the mountains at sub-zero temperatures, put a higher CCA battery in there, higher cold cranking amps battery in there, and and you'll be less likely to break down. That's kind of the basic framework for um, camper van motor battery quality differences and what you should be looking for. Um, I will mention, and some of you will hyperventilate and pass out when I when I talk about this, but those of you who are a little more mercenary and willing to take minor risks like me uh, will, will like this. Probably three times in the last uh, couple decades, I've purchased b- batteries at junkyards. And why? Well, what on earth? Well, Okay, I don't know about your state, but in Washington state, there are very strict rules for the removal and resale of batteries at, uh, at wrecking yards. The junkyards in, in Washington, you walk into a little back room, usually right off the office, and they'll have 10 or 20 or 30 batteries on, on a shelf. And they'll be cheap, man, 20 or $30. And all you have to do is look for a battery with a recent uh, manufacture date. Remember, we talked about how to check for the date of the battery and is the fit right, the size. And sometimes if the fit doesn't have to be perfect, as long as the terminals are oriented properly, that is, is either top or side, you would want that to be the same for your for your vehicle. You know, m- most junkyards offer a 30-day warranty on anything they sell. So, if you're if you're tight on cash and you just need to throw a battery in there uh, and you can find a newer battery, you can also call and say, hey, I've got a, you know, a 76 Ford Econoline or whatever. And and do you have a battery that fits? And what's the what's the date of manufacture? And, you know, save yourself a trip or sometimes I'll, I'll pop into a junkyard just to look at what they to see what they have in my make and model of vehicle. And at the same time, I'll look at batteries. And the reason I do that is because, you know, if you have, if you drive used vehicles, oftentimes there's some little thing that's missing or, you know, the, the, uh, the cigarette lighter, uh, jack is, is bungled up or, you know, one of the, the seat belts is torn or stained or something like that. And, and so I'm a, I'm a fan of wrecking yards in some cases, you know, when I kind of have the time and I'm trying to save some cash. So, so that's all I'll say about that. Thanks for listening. And yeah, shoot me a, uh, an email podcast at vansage.com. Tell me how crazy I am for using used batteries or whatever. We'll talk about it. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Camper Van Podcast. The Vansage newsletter goes out every Sunday evening, and if you're not signed up for that yet, well, you're missing out. 
Packed full of valuable, fun weekly features, product resources, videos, photography, exclusive content, and other cool van life stuff. It's easy to get signed up, only takes a few seconds, and the link to do so is in show notes right there in your podcatcher app. And while you're at it, I have a quick favor to ask. Please take a few seconds to send that link to friends, family, post it to your social media feeds, etc. It really does make all the difference and will allow me to continue publishing this show. Okay, that's it for now. Take care. Have fun. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy the adventure. I'll see you.